to Ridecast, the podcast of the Widow Sons Ridings Chapter. Any opinions expressed in this episode do not represent those of the Widow Sons Masonic Bikers Association UK and Ireland. You can find us on Facebook at Widow Sons Ridings Chapter, Instagram at Widow Sons underscore Ridings Chapter, at our website ridings.wsmba.uk, and you can contact the show directly by emailing ridecast at hotmail.com. Right, that's the housekeeping over and done with. Kickstands up. On with the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to Ridecast Season 1, Episode 6. My name is Xhaka, and with me, my co-host, Gremlin. Evening, da, live from the Kremlin. And Pippen. Good evening, all. <laughs> so, guys, let's get straight to it. What have you guys been up to the last four or five weeks since we recorded Episode five. What have, you, what have we been doing? Well, yeah, I've, 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 I've had two modifications put on and I'm still waiting for a third. So I've had a new heavy breather air filter Screaming Eagle in chrome. Looks the Very good. And a pair of Bassani. <laughs> no, they're not wheels. Wheelbarrow handles. Bassani <laughs> fishtail pipes, 33 inch. Which, when you take a look at the bike, you think it was sticking out like two, three foot, but it's actually just four inches longer than the bike itself. Beautiful purring sound. They, and they look fantastic. They've grown on me. I, I, I'll be honest, when I first saw them, I was a bit dubious. I thought, whoa, they look really odd. But they've grown on me, and they do have quite a nice sound. They're not overly loud. Quite Correct. a bassy, quite a bassy yep. sound. Yep. They, they look good. They sound good. What do you think, Pigpen? Not a fan? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm trying to put it into perspective for the listeners who don't know what they're looking at. So if you if you just look outside in your garden and you see your wheelbarrow, <laughs> that's pretty much what it's, it's done the Harley into. I'll, uh, I'll have to stick a, I'll have to stick a picture on. I'll stick a picture on so that. Uh, what do we, what do we it... put in a wheelbarrow? Does anybody ever do any modifications to the mighty Hondas, or do they? They're so good they don't need it, them. I, uh, you, can't I put, beat, you can't beat perfection, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I put, um, last month I put the old mobile phone holder on the handlebar. This month I put some That's power. a cracking modification. Uh, <laughs> well, like, like, like Pigpen said, how can you uh, improve on, on perfection? So, yeah, I added a, some, a power lead for my So the uh, exhaust phone. now goes... <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, I I had um I had a demodification when I was out a few weeks ago. <laughs> was that when it fell off? <laughs> yeah. No, let, come on, let's put this into perspective. I had I spoke about this I think in episode one or two. I put some chrome frame covers on the uh, round about where the swinging arm pivot is. Um, one of them's plastic, one of them's metal. The plastic one, very lightweight, sticks on. On the on the other on the right hand side, it's it's a metal chrome plate. Um, the reason it's metal is because it's underneath the exhaust pipe, so it gets a bit warm, so it can't be plastic because it probably melt. Anyway, it's quite heavy with it being solid metal, and we were, we were out on a ride, I can't remember where we were, near Boltby, I think, up near Thirst, and I heard a clattering, clanging noise, and Vicky shouted from the back seat, something's just fallen off the bike! So, uh, <laughs> so we pulled over, and I looked back, and Cassio was there, reaching down, picking up a piece of my, uh, of my bike, and and uh, he was gleeful. Let's just say he was very happy to be handing a piece of my Honda back to me. Uh, but I've 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 super glued it on now with like this liquid concrete stuff. You know, this real heavy duty glue. Yeah. So it's not coming. Yeah, it's good. Hopefully, hopefully, it's not be flying off of the motorway. <laughs> the final modification I'm waiting for. Still, I did get some mini apes. Now I'm waiting for those to go on once the um, extended clutch cable arrives, and that's been in order now for eight weeks. Right, that must, that must be coming from all the way from America then, is it? I think more likely it'd be quicker if it was coming from Mars right now. It's, it's just it's probably coming from China, forever. actually. It's a Harley, yeah, possibly. It? So it'll be from China. That's <laughs> very unfair, very unfair. But talking modifications, my wife, uh, I'm not sure if I told you, she got a, a new Harley, she got a street bob, and they come with quite quiet exhausts, and she's treated herself to a pair of Jekyll and Hyde's. Now, now this is yeah this is intriguing i can't mm, wait to see what these are like 
I know. You want to I explain think... to the listeners what they are, Jekyll and Hyde? Yeah, there's a point, and the, the reason why they're called Jekyll and Hyde is because of the flick of a switch, they can be quiet. I think that's Dr. Jekyll, or they can be extremely noisy, which is Mr. Hyde. Now, it makes them street legal, because I know if uh, Pigpen and Yaka, if they took their bikes over to uh, Europe, they'd probably struggle to get into Switzerland. They'd have the police handling them with fines in France because they're over <laughs> the decibel reading. Um, I probably wouldn't be that far behind. But with these Jekyll and Hydes, when the situation is like that, you flick your switch and they're quiet. So, yes, they are quite pricey, but I think they're going to be possibly the way forward. Certainly what I'm hearing about more and more with the police with decibel guns. And they got proper things, criminals to catch rather than bikers with a little slightly louder exhaust. Tell me, tell me, what do they look like? Are they long pipes like the Vance and Hines on mine and Pigpen's bike, or are they like the mini grenade sort of stubby style this, of, of houses? There seems to be various choices. They look, they're shorter than the long shots, and they seem to be longer than the mini grenades of houses, or of, of how, the ones that houses got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they seem to be a bit in between. And you can go for chrome, you can go for black, her street bob's pretty blacked out rather than chrome, so she's gone for the black pipes with silver tips. Are they two into one or twin um, pipes over and under? Or do you know what? I can't remember if it's two into one or two into two. I can't actually remember. I've got well, the couple downstairs because I'm quite impressed with them. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see when they arrive. So um, yeah. hopefully they'll get fitted soon. And and it has an electric switch on the handlebar to flip yeah. between noisy. Yeah, and you've got quiet. you've got three settings. The first one is Jekyll. The Press it again and you've got hide, double tap, and you've got dynamic, which I think is a louder version than Jekyll, but a quieter one than hide. So you can have it as, you know, a Medium. little bit of noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, uh, Pigpen? Any mods to your bike? Uh, no. What was, what, what was that thing called a battery that you bought? Was that modification? <laughs> that was last month. No, that was just some cheap Chinese muck that the last owner put on and it didn't last very long. So, so, so guys, if we've, if, we, if we've covered uh, mods, no one's got anything else to say about mods. Um, oh, there's one thing I wanted to say. This isn't really a mod, but um, I noticed on a, a few a few weeks back on a ride out that my bike started popping and banging more than normal. I mean, the bikes that we ride, Pigpen, they do tend to crackle and pop a little bit, don't they, on, on the overrun. Um, but it was getting worse than normal and it was hunting for revs at, you know, at mid throttle. When you're going round roundabouts and corners and you're trying to keep a steady throttle, you're not accelerating, you're not decelerating. It was it was missing. It was misfiring and it was becoming a little bit awkward on slow corners. So anyway, I was advised by a friend, you know, just change the plugs. First things first, change the plugs. And so I so I took the plugs out and they were burnt to a crisp. They were little nubs. You know, they were absolutely wrecked and they're only a couple of years old, I guess. Uh, I guess maybe the bike's running a bit on the warm side, so it's burning through plugs. Anyway, new set of plugs uh, and it's running lovely again. So surprising. Not cheap, other the plugs for them. Do you know that I'm a bit of a cheapskate when it comes to parts like that. I always buy cheap oil and cheap plugs because I, I tend to change the oil that regular. I don't think it's that much of a big deal. But yeah, the plugs were... They were about 30 quid for a set of four. Because it is four, despite being a twin, there are four plugs that go in. Uh, the plugs so it's they were the old ones were absolutely burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Um, but you can pay up to 60, 70 quid for a set of plugs for the for the VTX, mm. can't you? They're really I'm gonna say I, I put I put a new set in that was 60 quid. Yeah, yeah. I saw some at that round about that price, even even higher anyway. Right, guys, what about the barbecue? What have we got to say about the barbecue a couple of weeks back? Anybody did get tetanus? <laughs> well, it was our it was our chapter barbecue, and it's one of our big fundraising events. We had it on June the twelfth. We had twenty nine people attend, which was perfect because there was we're still in the rule of thirty. We were outdoors, obviously. We had a ride beforehand. A lot of guys came. Well, I think it was about eight or nine of us on the ride. Everyone else just turned up at uh, the at the barbecue, which was held at Badger's house, and a great job he did as well. Let's say Badger did us proud, didn't he? He did. He did. He put some great food on, yeah. great sausages, great burgers. I mean, yeah. there, there was more food, you know, there was enough there for, 
Yeah, probably 50 people. Let alone I mean, for a guy years. that bastardizes his bike every week, he actually did a very good job with that barbecue. We did a raffle. We had loads of prizes. Uh, we raised 180 quid on the raffle. We sold tickets to the barbecue at a tenner a head. And the long and short of it was we raised 650 quid for charity. And it was a great day. The weather was perfect. And it was just great fun, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yes, we sold a... all the towels as well, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, it was very good fun. It was, um, yeah, a very good social. Put the uh, brotherhood in good light there, didn't it? It did. It was real good fun. Um, I've also bought a new camera and I've started doing videos. Yeah, go on. I know you want to say it. Go on. Get it out of your system is this, now. Is this with the Gimp Boy handle? The Gimp Boy. No, it's called a gimbal camera. They are essentially steady cams for amateurs. So when you're riding around on the bike, Vicky's yeah. doing most of the recording. Um, it keeps the, the screen... It'd even give Jag a steady hand, wouldn't it, for his camera? <laughs> it would, it would. Um, so we've been experimenting with that. We've been doing lots of on-bike recording, and we've uh, edited together... Well, actually, I've just for tonight finished editing together the, the trip down to Loughborough. So that'll be going online later on tonight. Um, but if you want to have a look at these, these videos... Head to the um, Widow Sons UK and Ireland National YouTube channel. They're all uploaded there. And they are also all embedded in our on our website in the gallery, um, which is ridings.wsmba.uk. So you can go and check out our videos and see what you think of my editing. They're about 10 minutes long. Um, and I'm really happy with the results so far. It's, it's a bit of a learning curve figuring out how it works, but uh, I think it looks pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah, some of them look all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That reminds me, we've got um, the head of communications for the West Riding province contacted me the other day, and he wants to speak to us about them doing a photo shoot to promote the Widow Sons throughout prov the province. Also, a tie-in with Blood Bikes. and be, He's wanted to have a drone camera following us and some of the rides and things like that. So I think he's speaking to Compo about it to start with, but I'll good, find good. out more. Yeah. I've been wanting to get a, one of those drones that follows you for ages, but they're so dear. They really are pricey. But uh, some of the footage that they can, you know, create is is incredible. So that that'll be that'll be brilliant. Yeah. We're, we're um, we've also got to sort out uh, a donation for Frank's charity yeah. for when he does the uh, ride up to what is it, um, Pl uh, Portsmouth to. Portsmouth. Um, John O'Groats. Well, Portsmouth to Portsmouth, yeah, it is, yeah. But it's up to John O'Groats and back, yeah. isn't it? Um, and we're meeting up there with, I believe it's the Mark Master Mason's Grand Master, is it, that's come in and meeting us for the handover of the ceremonial check, which we've got a we've got a giant check made for. So we've got one of those huge TV checks to do uh, a photo up there. Um, also, can I just very quickly mention the prize draw? Yes. We've started fixed, the chapter. Rigged, fixed. <laughs> yeah. the money back. <laughs> <laughs> the chapter started a new prize draw. The way we're doing it is uh, we've uh, we're doing it uh, numbers between one and fifty-nine, so it's bonus ball friendly. We're doing one draw. Uh, the the first lotto draw of the month is going to be our draw number bonus ball um out of the 59 numbers available we're only going to be selling 40 of them so any 40 we, i think so far we've sold somewhere in the region of 28 29 we had numbers. sold 28 last sunday right we may be over 30 now then um but but the, we, we're, we're holding back 19 numbers any of the whichever 19 numbers are left after everyone's picked their numbers they will then belong to the riding's chapter and in the event that one of those numbers gets drawn the Ridage chapter wins the pot. Now the pot, if we sell all 40 numbers that we're selling, will be £200. So it's a decent prize. We've On the first month, we, we had the draw yesterday. Our VP, two hours, Gary two hours, won £145. So hopefully by the next draw, at the end of, or beginning of next month, we'll have all 40 numbers sold and it'll be a £200 prize. Fantastic. So very exciting. And obviously if, if the, uh, the chapter wins, if the chapter number is drawn, then uh, it's it's for charity. Charity wins, so that's uh, good. That's good. Yeah, everyone's a winner apart from me. Right. Who wants to um, who wants to talk about Loughborough? Who wants to give the rundown of what happened yesterday? Yeah. Well, actually, um, that sounds a very good idea. Over to you, Pigpen. <laughs> it was wet. <laughs> it was. 
And I have to say, the mighty Hondas and the Harley Davidson Deluxe performed remarkably well compared to some other bikes out there. Well, we were, we mentioned one earlier, didn't we? What uh, was quite gleeful in the fact that a piece of Honda fell off, and uh, he, he did actually say to me that uh, you know he'd have to go behind Yaka <laughs> for the ride in case he lost anything. Did he? Did he now? And then, right. And then, right. And then, and then, and then promptly found out he had a flat tyre, so it was sort of, there was a, a slight bit of karma. Hubris, they call that hubris. <laughs> yeah, well, for the listeners to be aware, we were supporting a cause for the East Midlands chapter of the Widow Sons, who are involved with making memories for Matty. Now, Matty is a 15 or 16-year-old boy who lives, I think, somewhere near Litchfield, and Matty's got terminal brain cancer. And they're making memories for him and his family, um, which is absolutely fantastic what they're doing. And we went down to support it. But it also tied in nicely with us because we got our trip down to London in three weeks time. And it was to give some of the riders that hadn't been with us a chance to do some motorway riding. Motorway riding in the absolute torrential rain as well, which is good experience. Um, sometimes... It's not about the ride, it's about the survival rate as well. And I think we all did pretty well. Um, yeah. No bits fell off. Two, two bikes did have temperamental engine issues and one did have a very flat tyre. But we yeah. made it to Litchfield. We supported this fantastic cause and we do have a, some sound bites from that coming up later on in the show. And for us, for me, certainly, I think it was a very pertinent moment. You know, I'm 56 now and i'm thinking about stuff that i've done but also the stuff that i've got to do in my life as well and this poor boy 15 you know i very am so poorly, lucky very poorly, yeah very, very poorly. brave brave very boy. brave and what lovely memories for him and his family a helicopter ride and we'd spelt out his name with the bikes and there was a you know the masonic square and compass there as well Last year, they, um, last year they last year they paid for the East Mids chapter with the yep. help of the other chapters involved as well. Yeah, all, all donating. They took him and his family down to London because he wanted to visit the Hard Rock Cafe, so yep. they did that. They also supplied him with a cut, so they got him a, a motorcycle yep. cut, and uh, all the chapters around the UK, all of the Widow Sons chapters, donated a chapter patch. Uh, yep. So Matty has a cut covered in Widow Sons chapter patches. So yep. that's great. He's very proud of that. I've seen him wearing that. And I think perhaps we should consider, you know, we're starting to raise money. We're, we're doing the, uh, obviously, the, the lotto, which we know some of that money will go to charity. Perhaps we should look at doing something like this in the chapter for, for a child. Yeah. Making yeah, memories I mean, for a child. We need to take a look at this. You know, we do a lot for, 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 for Martin's house, for the, you know, for the, the children's hospice there. But we can make a difference to a child. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. I think that's great. Although I feel, you know, maybe selecting one lucky winner is, you know, rather than helping across the board. At the moment, we've just got to that stage in the year where we've raised some money now in the, yep. in the charity pot. We need to start getting that uh, that money donated to worthy causes. So yep. far, we've donated to um, the Army Navy Cadet Force Association and yep. to Connacht Court Nursing Home there in Fulford yep. in York. Um, we're waiting on Badger to come up with a, uh, a choice that from him and his wife, Pauline, um, because they hosted the barbecue. So we've said, right, well, you, you pick a, a West Yorkshire charity and we, we'll, uh, we'll donate to that. Um, but I mean, you know, if anyone, uh, if anyone in the chapter, any chapter members listening, you know, if you've got a, a worthy cause that's close to your heart, let, let the admin team know, let one of us know, let the secretary know. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a ballot going and we'll we'll get some money donated. But we need to start getting rid of some of our charity pot, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. It's no good being in our account. It's there for charity for us to give to good causes. So, Badger, pull your finger out of your ass and come on, get, come up with a name. <laughs> also, just, perhaps just, just a little point. note, it isn't, it isn't just West Yorkshire, it's West Riding, the old West Riding. And that does incorporate parts of North Yorkshire as well. So, please, Badger, get a move on now <laughs> oh, that's two extra bleeps i've got to put in already and we're only what 10 minutes in dear, <laughs> dear. <laughs> so just a, just a point on the matty uh, there is a facebook group uh, and it's called matty's magical moments which oh, is open right. to which is open to uh, the public so anybody can log on uh, so if anybody wants to log on to matty's magical moments and it we'll uh, updates. Yeah. yeah, check it out. There's updates on there. What he's doing. There's there's pictures of the bikes. There's the aerial pictures of the. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we spelt out his name and 
there's pictures of Matthew. Yeah, we we um we did we did a post on our Facebook page yesterday as well. So if you want to check out our Facebook page, there's a few pictures yeah. of uh, of our trip down there. And as Greblin just mentioned, we also interviewed the organizer of that event, JP Grumpy, the East Mids chapter president. Um, do you want to do you want me to put that on now then? And uh, and the guys that can, sounds uh, great. Can have a listen. Okay, so this is me. Uh, Pigpen and Gremlin interviewing JP down at Loughborough at the university where we set the bikes up and the helicopter flew over. Take a listen. Right, so we're here at JP's big event. As we know him, Grumpy. I've got Gremlin and Pigpen with me. JP, tell us all about what's going on today. Um, we, we are helping make memories for a young man called Matty Howard. Yeah, yeah. Matty has terminal brain cancer. Uh, we did an event last year where we took him down to London. Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock yeah. Cafe. We, 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 uh, the rest of the chapters around the UK contributed. We got him a, a weekend in London. Uh, he's been in lockdown again. He's been really quite poorly. He's now basically in end stage. There is nothing else that the, the medical people can do for him. Oh dear, That's so sad. So we just decided that uh, we'd give him another treat. Um, so we've organised East Midlands chapter started it off a helicopter trip for the family, and the rest of the chapters have just kindly contributed. And I think we've got 75 or 80 bikes here today. Yeah, yeah. I've just spoken to the, the uh, company that providing the helicopter for us. They're getting the safety video and things done now. Uh, Matty and his family are going up in a helicopter for half an hour. They're going to they take off at two o'clock. Is the uh, air, airport far from here? Where he's East, Mid from? East Midlands Helicopters is probably about seven or eight miles as the crow flies. Okay, so it's a few minutes away then. So yeah. they will... Uh, take off, they'll fly Matty out over Mount Sorrel where he lives, over the village. They'll probably come back over Loughborough. They'll circle round over here, and then we're here at Delisle School where we've got the bikes on the field. And what have you done with the bikes? They're all in a funny, funny sort of shape from it where I'm It looks a standing. bit strange at the moment, but if you went up above, we've actually spelt Matty's name out in bikes. In bikes, yeah, yeah. And then below the bikes, spelling the word Matty, we've actually put the bikes in the form of a square and compass. Excellent. Uh, so when he flies over, he'll look he flies, Does he have any idea that's going to happen, or is that going to be a bit of a surprise? He has no idea he's even going on a helicopter oh, trip. You're joking? No. Blimey. Until he got there... This I hope he doesn't refuse. No. <laughs> Until Matty got to the helicopter site this morning, he didn't know anything about this. We were actually here last night for Matty's prom, and one of our guys has an 82-year-old Chrysler American truck. So we brought him here in the truck last night... And I spoke to his mum and she said, we've actually told Matty we're going for a picnic for you tomorrow because right, he was right. thinking about staying late tonight yeah. and then having a sleep tomorrow afternoon. But we've had to tell him he can't have a sleep tomorrow afternoon because we're going on a picnic with you. So Matty, until he actually got to East Midlands helicopter this morning, had no idea he was going in a helicopter. Excellent. How old is Matty? Matty is 15, almost 16. Oh, right. right. Um, How did East Mids get involved with him? Back in September, one of the local biker... Well, Matty asked... He'd been in lockdown since March. Matty asked if he could see some bikes one day. Somebody could, you know, show him some bikes. He likes bikes. Yeah. So a local biker group said they'd do a ride past his house, 10 or 20 bikes. Well, that got out onto the internet. Um, we picked it up on the internet and we joined in. There was about 450, 470 <laughs> bikes drove through a housing estate, yeah. round a cul-de-sac and back out again. And we took some of our wives with on the back, mm. and my wife did a card, and a, we did a T-shirt. We just did an ordinary plain white T-shirt. We put the Widdersons on it, we put his name on it, and as we rode around the cul-de-sac, we just gave it to him. And then our telephone number was in there. Matty's mum phoned us a couple of days later and said, of all the bikers that went past, you, your group, were the only one that handed in cards right. and gave us gifts. So we'd just like to thank you. And then a week later, we were having a natter night, and one of the guys said, it'd be nice if we could do something else for them. Is there anything we need? And it just grew from there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's grown fantastic. from there. But as I say, it's very tragic. Matty has gone through radiotherapy, chemotherapy. At the moment, he's having his last experimental injections direct into his brain. Oh, and unfortunately, the tumours are still growing. Um, so you're making memories. Yeah, we're making memories. We're packing yeah. memories into him. We've got a couple of other things planned for later in the year, but we just don't know how well he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we've seen the photographs of him wearing his cut that you you had made. You asked all the chapters to donate yeah, chapter we, patches. Uh, we, one of our guys uh, organised getting him a cut from one of our suppliers, so we got him a cut. A lot of the chapters in the around the country have uh, donated patches. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, when we, after, after we finish here, we're all going. 
to that hill that you can see over there, which is called Beacon Hill, for afternoon tea, sort of a garden, sort of a get together out in the countryside. Because this, we're here, and Matty will be up in the sky, mm. and there will be no interaction. So we're all. If any of you want to come with us, we're going over to. Beacon, brilliant, brilliant. Beacon Hill. So what ch what chapters are here today? I mean, obviously the ridings chapter, the premier chapter, the yeah, ridings well, chapter yeah, are here. There's about ten of us. <laughs> the, the, so uh, got, uh, East Midlands chapter, West Midlands chapter, Southern chapter, Beda, Beda chapter. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen one from Northamptonshire. Wyvern. I've seen a guy with yeah, a Wyvern. Wyvern chapter, yeah. Pilgrims chapter. I think. Excellent. Yeah. Good turnout. Good yeah. turnout. Great, great turnout. I think We've come through some pretty bad weather, so hopefully yeah. it'll stay clear from. Yeah, dry it's gonna get. It's, it's just started to cloud over again a little bit, hasn't it? So hopefully. Yeah, so it's you want to look on? Um, there's a Facebook page, Matty's Magical Moments. Yeah. It's open to the public. You can scroll through it. There's things on there. It's got the ride by with the BBC News. Yeah. Right, right. All, all, uh, this is, by the way, this is Bear from East Mids chapter as well. Yeah. yeah. Live, um, on, live on Ridecast. Live on Ridecast. This is the, the, the Riding chapter <laughs> I didn't podcast. Know that. Yeah. yeah. So, Where are you going? Um, Where's he running away to? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for your, uh, thanks for chatting with us, yeah. JP. Yeah, and uh, well, thank you all for coming. No problem. Our pleasure. Keep pleasure. To Ridecast. Yeah. See absolutely. You later. Take Cheers. Care, Cheers. Thank you very much, Bear. Thanks, JP. Okay, so that was uh, that was JP we were chatting to there. Yeah, very good. What what thing I'd like to discuss from the ride yesterday is what do people wear in the wet weather? Oof, blimey. Yeah, waterproof. Can I tell you what I bought? I'm a little bit disappointed with. Yeah, how, how was your 100% waterproof, £300 pair of jeans? <laughs> well, I got a waterproof. waterproof. I got a motor... Um, bike magazine last year and it was on about clothing and it mentioned a pair of jeans and do I mention the make of them? Do you want me to censor that out? Do you want me to beat yeah, that out? We don't want to get do. we don't want litigating against do we? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, bought these jeans because they're a hundred percent waterproof. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know it rained a lot when I haven't been out in the rain before and I thought, do you know what? This is the day to do it because it is teaming it down. And let's just see. Let's just give it a proper road test. Well, I couldn't to be fair, work it out to be because fair, it was it was torrential. Well, it was, I but think, I can't work you know. out if the water came in came in from my jacket <laughs> down through the back of my trousers, possibly, and gave possibly. me uh, wet riding posterior. Or if mm. they did, because when I took them off later on, they were dry on the inside. Oh, they were. Apart from my shredders were wet and I couldn't work out why. You didn't get overexcited, did you, on the ride down? <laughs> no, but I think I, th I think House had an accident because, by Jove, it didn't have smell at one stage when, when I was behind it. <laughs> I I have, if you're asking what, what I wear, I've got, like, Pacamax, Pacamac jacket, Pacamac trousers, costing me about 30 quid from J&B Sports, whatever it's called, JB Sports. And uh, they're reasonably good. I mean, there's no such thing as 100% waterproof. You know, in heavy enough rain, it's... My skin you know, is 100% waterproof. Well, yeah, your skin may be. Uh, it gets a bit wrinkly, though, according to Tess. <laughs> <laughs> you look at my forehead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Pacamax. I mean, uh, the only thing that, that got really wet was my feet and my ah, hands. Feet well, hands. I had 100% success with my boots. I really? bought some Harley Davidson boots uh, two weeks ago. My feet were bone dry. So well done, Harley Davidson boots. Wow. Cracking I bikes. I bet they cost an absolute boots. bomb, didn't they? Harley boots. Absolute but bomb. Dry feet. It did what it says on the tin. It kept my feet dry. Pigpen shaking his head in disgust. What did your Harley? What, yeah. what did your Honda boots do? Oh no, my were Honda boots. They were some cheap, nasty boots that cost about twenty-five quid, and yeah, they wet were feet. very wet. What about, oh, yeah. your, what about your smelly waterproof trousers there, Big Pen? Where'd you get? <laughs> uh, well, they're what I power wash the farm with. Oh. I, quite, I, was quite, I was quite dry under them because they are very good because they're quite expensive waterproofs. They'll be under like waders. They were like waders, yeah. weren't they? Then they were thick. <laughs> yeah, what about jackets? Like... What do you do with jackets? What, what jackets were you wearing yesterday? Did those keep you dry? 
Well, I have a summer jacket, believe it or not, I have a summer jacket on because I don't know about you guys, but when I put waterproofs on, I, I get overheated. So I wanted to have a lightweight jacket underneath because I knew despite it being rainy, I knew it was going to be hot and muggy and yeah. real sweaty inside waterproof. So I had a summer jacket on and I, you know, I stayed pretty dry. Like I say, it was only my hands and feet that really yeah. got wet. I think mine's Alpine Star. And to be fair, like my arms and lower torso were dry. Yeah. The upper bit was wet, but I think that has gone... Just gone down my neck. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I had uh, me me hoodie on underneath. Yeah. And I think I'd left the hood stuck out the back, and I think it acted like a wick, and it just pulled every bit of rain. Surprising, it wasn't like a well filling up. Did it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was the best thing to leave it stuck out the back. Because you didn't strangle yourself. <laughs> the more water that went in the back, and it forced you off the back of the bike. <laughs> yeah, what the best thing to wear, but. Well, I'd like to say 100% success to Bellstaff for the Trailmaster um, wax jacket. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say 50, only a 50% success rate for Harley Davidson and Triumph on that ride. On the, that's the bikes themselves, not the yeah. clothes. The well, clothing I know, was I know, good. but I mean, if you can't ride a motorcycle through a shower without it misfiring and breaking down, then there's something wrong in there. So, yeah, bad form from Triumph and Harley. I've got to. Can, can, can we just say which Harley it was and which Triumph it was, rather than tarring them all with the same brush? Sure, go ahead. You, no. you uh... no, 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 just Harley, Harley and Triumph. Triumph. <laughs> yeah. Right, Bobby's got a new uh, Triumph. Is it a Bonneville? Bonneville America. It's not or... new. It's an it's an America. Well, it's new to him. It's new to Well, him. that's the one that broke down. Well, yeah, it got a bit damp, didn't it, and started misfiring, which is the exact same thing that happened to houses Harley Davidson. Yep. Um, they just got, got a bit wet and uh, they couldn't handle it. I mean, the, the WD forty apparently sorted it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew that houses once it stopped for five minutes, the heat of the engine would have just dragged yep. it out, and it and it did, and it was fine after that. And by the time we got down to Loughborough, you know, the, the rain stopped and it got very hot and humid and yep. was, was dry. I caught a little bit of rain the last ten miles back towards York at the end of the day, but it was now, it was nice to get home. Pigpen mentioned his gloves being. Soaking wet. Does anybody have summer gloves that are a hundred percent waterproof? There's no such thing. No, no, no. Such, I've I'm never found a pair of waterproof lives, uh, gloves in my life. There's no I got there. some gold top gloves for the winter, and they come with goose grease that you rub on. Now the goose grease makes them waterproof, but you like rubbing on a bit of goose grease, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do actually. My summer gloves, though, they've got like vented little pockets for air to go through to. Uh, make it more enjoyable and it just was leaking well, the like fact a is, sieve. The fact is they are covered in holes where they stitch them together. So every time yeah. that, that sewing machine punches a hole and puts a thread through, you've got a hole, you've got, you know, it was going to let water in. Now that's what the things like the, the dubbing and the grease, the yeah. goose grease is for, it's to plug those holes. But, you know, I, I don't think they, uh, I don't think it works that well, does it? Can I just say heated, heated grips are a fantastic addition because when I stopped my bike, I put my gloves on the grips and they started to dry out a little bit. Do you, do you leave the engine running when you do that, though? Not when I had to walk 50 yards to the toilet because somebody parked at the very beginning of the service station. And what was it? A three-mile trek, wasn't it, what it seemed like? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, I would not leave my engine running. Where was that? Was that... Uh, that was Woodall. Oh, no, Woodall. Woodall. Nick it. Come on, let's be honest. No one's <laughs> going to nick it, have they? No, but I was worried somebody might wheel it away thinking it was a wheelbarrow and they could do with one uh, at home. <laughs> well said. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise leaving your heated grips on without the engine running because your battery will go flat very quickly. Now, some of you had rucksacks on, didn't you? Did your rucksack stay dry? Do you put dry sacks in, in them to carry your stuff? Do panniers, do they keep things dry? Or do you put dry sacks in those as well? You know, this is the thing we've got to think about when we go down to London in three weeks because not everybody has had a night away with taking luggage. Well, my I'm panniers, just... the internals of my panniers were lovely and dry. Why? Yeah, mine, mine stays I, save reasonably dry as well. Uh, I think it's just the amount of material or pleather that goes over the side and down the sides is enough to stop the rain getting in. So are they are they uh, throwovers you've got? Then you just tie on when you when no, you need them. No, no, mine are proper bolt clip on removable for the, for the VTX. Yeah, you had them on yesterday. Are those new or do you always have them on that? Uh, no, I bought them. Probably three or four months ago. Well, I, 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 never had them on, I never noticed. Yeah, I had them on uh, when we were doing that meet, when we were meeting at... Where the, were we? 
uh, Weatherby, at the not the services, the other place where we started meeting. But, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Thorparch, Thorparch, Thor Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had him on there for the first time to put me uh, flasking. Yep. Right, right. It looks right. good. Uh, yeah, it, it, you haven't got a windshield I, though, have you? No. Well, you have, Matt, haven't you? Yes, yours? yes. I I wouldn't ride without it now. I spent a year with that VTX without a windshield, and it was murder, absolute murder. It was so, so tiring. Yesterday with the rain, do you look through the windshield or is your ice line over it? My my eyes are literally an inch over the top of the windshield. But, mm. it, you know, I mean, I was drenched. You probably noticed I was absolutely drenched. You'll see on the video I'm going to be uploading later um, of the trip down to Loughborough. Where, you know, there's, a, there's a, a short clip of us filling up at one of the garages at the beginning. And we are literally absolutely soaking wet through all of us. Mm. So. It's amazing yeah. though. Once the rain stops and you're doing seventy mile an hour on a on a motorway, it's amazing how quickly you dry out. Yeah, it really is. Apart from well, your feet. Well, yeah. I filled up. I filled up with petrol, and you know the gloves that you can get to. Yeah, yeah. The the big, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I put a pair of them on inside my gloves, and absolutely perfect. Really? Did you get sweaty hands? Nope. Nope. Absolutely spot on. There's nothing because, worse than putting gloves on that are either sweaty or soaking wet. There's just well, your yeah. Pigpen's hands were black with uh, dye off his gloves. Mine, mine yeah. were a little bit black, but Pigpen's were, were ridiculous. He had one middle yeah. finger that was completely black. <laughs> it looked very odd. I thought it was yeah. brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, first time they've been out in the proper wet them gloves, and they were meant to be like proper winter gloves. I think they're. The kangaroo skin is so stupid. And the first soaking they get, all yeah, that dye comes straight back out, doesn't it? All singing and dancing, like, they're like 80 quid, and oh, yeah, they're brilliant. And these gloves, these will keep your hands warm. Yeah, they weren't cold from the wind, but... Um, what, what, what else have we done in the last um, four weeks, apart from the, the barbecue and the Loughborough ride? There's got to be some other stuff. Obviously, we've done our normal trips to Squires, Strawberry Fields. We went to the Regal Fishing Lakes. Um, what else have we got? Oh, we've got we've got a new candidate that's been coming out, Peter, the imposter. He, uh, no, he's the real Slim Shady. He's the he's the real guy. The 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 joke there is that our secretary here, Gremlin, added the uh, this Peter to the chat group only to find out twenty four hours later that he'd added the wrong Peter, so he'd added an an imposter. Um, <laughs> so we had to remove him and track down the real Slim Shady. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Also, one thing I was, I was hoping to get a ride at uh, yesterday was uh, Mad Manx has bought himself a new Rocket GT3? Rocket 3 GT? Has he picked it up? Triple Black. Yeah. yeah. He has, right? Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a two and a half litre engine. Yeah, crazy. Oh, speaking of new bikes, um, Trip. Trip's bought a new bike as well. He's got rid of the giant, super heavy Triumph Trophy. Uh, lovely bike that it was, but very, very heavy. Very yep. top-heavy as well. Quite a high centre of gravity. There was a couple of times I've helped him reverse it out of parking spaces. And when that thing starts to tip, my God, it's scary because it is so heavy. So given that he's um, he's a little fragile at the moment, uh, I think Jill, his wife, decided that maybe it's time to go for something slightly more lightweight, which is a very sensible option. So he's gone for the 800cc Suzuki Intruder. Yeah. And uh, the one that he's found from Suzuki Center at York is is it's used and it's a few years old, but it only, when he picked it up, it only had 123 miles on the clock. So yeah. it's like brand new. It's not. Well, you know why, don't you? Go on. It was a death bike. Somebody had died on it. <laughs> well, not on the bike. They had oh, died right. The I bike. thought they had to actually had to take the corpse off. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the story is that the reason that, that this bike has been uh, as low mileage because the the previous owner had had died whilst owning it so no but not on the bike grumbling he hadn't died on the bike so it's 123 miles on the clock the trip down to Loughborough and back yesterday would have added a 100 more miles he's trying to get it up to I think 600 miles before the end of the month before London so we can get it in for its first service because it'll still be on uh, running in oil won't it Big Ben yeah yeah, yeah. it's 2016 and uh, yeah I think he said it's got it up to about 320 miles now uh, he'll get and it he'll He'll get it done. He'll probably he? have four hundred on by the time we finish. The but he was, uh, he, he how, was how, how important? How important is it to change that oil when, as soon as you get to the manufacturer's recommended change time? 
I think the running in oil deteriorates pretty quickly after a certain mileage and becomes a bit the viscosity changes and new engines have a lot of burr don't they as they're running in there's a lot of burr that comes off the gearbox and and you know you need to you need to rinse that out you need to drop that oil, that mucky oil out and get some nice fresh oil in and i think um running in oils is it is it slightly thinner pig pen i, I don't know i think they've stopped doing that now they used to use mineral oil a lot in a lot of things which right. you know obviously didn't last but I think they still use normal oil now, but yeah, it's just like you say, it's it's got all the bits and the the muck and the gunk in it from just running in, and that's it. Yeah. And and the quality of oil is very important, not just for lubricating the end, engine, as everyone knows, but also for temperature disbursement. A lot yeah. of people don't realise that you know oil keeps your engine cool, so yeah, yeah. you need to get that that um, that running in oil dropped out and get some fresh oil in for the trip down to London because we're going to be doing what thick end of four five hundred miles, something like that. Probably it's going to be 220, 2.30 there. Um, and obviously 2.30 back. We've got the ride through London. We've got the rides to Ace Cafe. Oh, t- so, tell the listeners where else we're going whilst we're down there. Oh, we've yes. A new booking. Um, a new booking. Yeah, for those of you who live in London, it'll be uh, quite familiar to you. But for those who aren't, it's a place called the Bike Shed in Shoreditch. And I had the opportunity to, to go down to London a couple of weeks ago with work and I told my daughter about this place. And uh, she's working in um, not far from Liverpool Street Station. And I met her there after work. She said, right, Dad, I've booked us uh, a table at the bike shed. And it's a 20, 20 minute walk away from Liverpool Street Station and Old Street. And it's fantastic. So I spoke to one of the managers there and I've got us booked in for breakfast on Sunday, the 25th, Sunday, the 25th of July. So the plan is that we ride from Wembley um, and the route I've planned out is we will come into London via Paddington, Hyde Park, ride down Park Lane. Uh, we can look at all those nice cars in the showrooms on the way down. Um, if that's if you've got pillions, obviously those dr- riding their bikes solo will be focusing on the, the road ahead. Absolutely. And then from- I'll, I'll make sure Vicky does plenty of recording with the GIMP. I mean, the gimbal camera. Uh, so we'll have a good video to put together of our trip as well. Yeah. So Hyde Park Corner, Buckingham Palace, up the Mall, Downing Street, Houses of Parliament, Tower of London, and across to the city that way and to Shoreditch for breakfast at the Bike Shed. Now, I don't know, for, for those who haven't been to the Bike Shed, I don't want to spoil the surprise for you, but what a great place. You ride your bike into it. There's got a... Parking garage there for about 60 bikes. If it's a nice day, there is actually seating outside and you just ride through all the diners. So it's great. And I'm sure with a queue of us of about 20 bikes waiting to get out, I think House is going to blow quite a few eardrums away with his mini grenades if he's near the end of the pack. There's going to be (laughs) a lot of noise coming through that How how many are going? What's the the final number now? Do we know how many bikes are going to be I think we're somewhere near 20 of us that are going down, but I need to, obviously, I'll I'll get the numbers clarified again within the the next couple of weeks because I've got to let them know. But the bike shed itself... um, there's a, a barber shop there. There's a clothes shop there. So if you want to get those waterproof jackets, uh, that could be the place to buy one. They've got can we, some merchandise. Can we, a, can we get a wet shave while we're down there? We should all go and get a wet shave, you know, with the old cutthroat razor. I can no. organise that for you. <laughs> Do you not fancy it? No. No, okay. I'm not, forget, having, forget I I'm not having one of you lot coming up behind me with a cutthroat razor. I mean, it is the old Sweden. <laughs> I'm not Todd suggesting we cut town. it for we, we shave you, you know, we'll get the barber to do it. That's, yeah. That was my suggestion. Sorry, Emma yeah. Pigpen can't make it because somebody slit his throat. <laughs> I can do gremlins with me with my pen knife. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We well, yes, so have They've got some, it's just a very trendy place to go. It's a destination location. It's not just for bikers. It's quite a famous place. It's quite a go-to place. So looking forward to us being there. Yeah. So we'll have breakfast wrapped up about 10-ish, 11 o'clock, I would imagine. Maybe early. I don't know. What time What time have you booked us in for? I said about 9-ish, but I reckon 9.30, just to give us enough time to take in the sights and then settle down there. And I reckon we can be away by 11. Route yeah. planned out. Um, north, East London head up to the M11, M11A1 that way. Out. So, so yeah, we'll mo- almost certainly be pushing 500 miles by the time we get home then, door to door. Yeah, because we, apparently um, Proclaimers are meeting us there. <laughs> but they're walking, obviously. Yeah, they, well, they're happy to walk 500 miles, aren't they? <laughs> and they could walk 500 more. <laughs> dear, oh, dear. Uh, 
some of these Harley orders might be joining them. <laughs> oh, you walked straight into that one. Straight in. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My 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 mighty Harley performed very well mighty yesterday. Mighty Harley. Those that mighty and Harley don't go together like <laughs> Mighty and Honda do. Mighty and Honda. Yeah, the mighty Hondas. Uh, my <laughs> You know you want my bike. Well, I could do with a muck barrow, but anyway. <laughs> it's looking very nice. Uh, um, Gremlin turned up at Strawberry Fields this, uh, this morning. And uh, after Loughborough yesterday, the bikes were blown. Have you given yours a, a rinse off yet, Big Pen? No, it's still in shed. Is it, right? I, I mean, I watched the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I, I, I gave mine a real good wash and dry uh, today, and, and Gremlin had as well. But he hadn't gone to the... Uh, to the, he hasn't got to the standards of uh, of Mike. Right, can I just... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yesterday... Water spots stayed, all over the chrome. Yesterday, I stayed over in um, Leicestershire last, in last night and I managed to find a bucket and a sponge where I was staying yesterday and a leather and cleaned it down and it was gleaming. Now, remember, I drove up the motorway again today. I had a shower. Well, not a shower with my bike. Uh, a shower as I headed up the motorway. Then, a shower of rain. A shower of rain. And then to cap it all, you know, when it was looking gleaming, even back in Weatherby, it was gleaming. And then we rode to Strawberry Fields through Longmarsen and Angram. And there was a bloody flood in the middle of the road. I had to ride on the pavement. And then it got a bit tricky on the pavement because there were lampposts in the way. And I didn't think my handlebars would make it through. So I came off the pavement straight into this massive puddle. And that's why it wasn't looking quite as oh, gleaming as it should have. That's your excuse. Fair well, enough. you didn't let me Fair finish enough. the story at Strawberry Fields. You were too busy. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 from a distance, it looked fine. From a distance, it looked very shiny. But once you got yeah. close up, you could you could see all those water spots yeah. all over. What, what was quite that like from Harrogate? <laughs> well, it's funny, <laughs> isn't it? So many people come rushing towards your two bikes. They go rushing towards the mighty Hondas, and as soon as they see it's a Honda badge, not Harley, they walk away. Oh, oh is that right? <laughs> Well, it's just going to do what it says on the tin. They have to look at the uh, the the right, guys. Um... He's taking his headphones off. What's happened, <laughs> Big Pen? What's going on? He sounds died. Oh, oh right, right. Are the headphones? So it's that uh, that time in the episode when we move over to email corner 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 corner. Right, so we've got a few uh, few communications, a few a few missives this month. Uh, who wants to start? Um, I'll I'll start. Hello, Gremlin, Yaka, and Pigpen. Besides your cuts, do you have any other items of biker gear? that you consider Widow Son's regalia, and that's sincerely and fraternally from Tom. So, so obviously a mason. Yeah. Bit of a giveaway. Um, we have T-shirts and hats and things that have our logos on, and I suppose you could consider those like a cut, because non-Widow Sons are allowed, uh, aren't allowed to wear them, are they? Only we're no. allowed to wear... Well, certainly in our chapter, not necessarily in other chapters, but in our chapters... The widow son's badge can only be worn by a widow son. So, correct. That's, I that's... have two pieces of metalwork from the states, which are wid widow sons um, related metalwork, and those are actually on my bike. So, is it regalia oh, is that, as such? Is yeah. that the one, the badge you gave me? One of those badges yep. that I've got. I've got the same badge on my bike. It's a, uh, it's the pyramid with the wings. And yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I've got one on my bike as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of metalwork, challenge coins. Yep. Regalia or... Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, but in answer to your question, yes and no. I mean, the, the cuts are our regalia. They're, they're as sacrosanct as, as, a, as an apron and a collar. But yeah, hats and, uh, and T-shirts and things, polo shirts, anything with the Widow Sons emblem, logo, whatever you like to call it. Yeah, we... we, we treat them with a lot yeah. of respect and only we're allowed to wear them, certainly in our chapter. Hope that answers mm. your question. Um, I've got a question here, and this is from Vicky, my Vicky, and it's aimed at uh, Pigpen, in, uh, sorry, aimed at Gremlin in particular, because it's something that 
Gremlin mentioned an episode or two back. Vicky says, "What's pick, uh, Gremlin? What's the difference between a hardtail and a softtail?" Very simple answer to that one is it's the suspension. If you take a look at the Harley Davidson range, you've got the Sportsters, the Diners. Both of those have visible springs at the back, so you can see those either side of the wheel. You've got the visible springs there. The soft tail range has the spring underneath the seat, so it does have a spring, but you can't see it. The hard tail that would be a mono shock, am I right? Yeah, yeah, single shock. It is. Now, it still makes it for a bit of a hard ride at times. Um, so, you know, you need to adjust your suspension properly depending on, on, on your weight and whether you're going one up or two up. But the hardtail itself has absolutely no suspension whatsoever. It's, it's just a, a rigid, rigid frame. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. must be, so that's that must the be difference. horrible. That must be horrible. You can get slightly sprung seats with those, though, can't you, to absorb some of the bumps? But a lot of the bobbers, had, you know, the, the older bobbers had those sprung seats. You know, if you take a look back to the twenties, thirties, and I think the Harleys did that for, for for some of their range as well. You can still buy those seats that have got the springs on, and it's like being a long distance HGV driver, isn't it, bouncing around? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so well, I that's suppose you the could, question. I suppose I you hope... could run run a slightly lower tire pressure, maybe that might absorb some of the. Well, I think that that's what Cassio was trying to do yesterday with his with his two psi. <laughs> he was pretending he had a hard tail, so he wanted to have very very low tire pressure. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, that uh, that hopefully will answer Vicky's question. Mm. Right? Have you got what have you got, Pigpen? I've got one here. Uh, hello, Ridecast. Do you think Masons who are non-bikers? see the widow's sons as a positive force for good or do you think that the widow's sons are seen as somewhat of an underdog where freemasonry is concerned and that is sincerely and fraternally barry another mason um, another, another mason yeah i uh, i would say i i'm not sure i don't think i think a lot of masons look at us as oh well you know masons that ride motorbikes and wear leathers uh, you know i don't think they look favorably upon us i think generally at grand lodge they uh, they see us as a force for good i don't know i mean what do you think uh gremlin do you know what until i thought about getting a motorbike i hadn't even heard of the widow sons i think they are very much uh, an organization that really is is under the radar at the moment for for a lot of lodges and a lot of masons we are not discussed in lodges people don't know about it because we don't turn up in our leather regalia you know a riding gear to lodges yeah 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 i i think you know when we're out on the road we do attract a lot of attention because people like motorbikes from from young children to you know old fellas and you know ladies alike you know everyone likes to have a look around a motorbike generally speaking dude has um, got a harley badge on well yeah um and then when they do come and chat to us and they see the masonic symbols and they say so who are you guys then you, you know you're and we explain we're freemasons i think they're quite interested i think that we are an untapped resource when it comes yeah. to freemasonry you know we're out there in public we've had this conversation before on yeah. ridecast as well um an untapped resource they need to utilize us to get the word on the street about freemasonry um but i think it's a sort of half and half at the moment i think some some freemasons are behind us and some freemasons frown on us would you agree yeah. with that yeah. and, and if you pig pin and his mighty honda every freemason is behind him because they can't keep up <laughs> um, I, I, I do think you're correct there as well but i also think for people like possibly buzz and Enzo, diesel. we can possibly, uh, yeah, for diesel, sorry, we could possibly look at doing their patching in ceremony at their lodge when we do their third degree. How then, do we get the motorcycles into the festive board? <laughs> well, I, I, I know we have our own little thing at the minute, but I think it'd still be a very good thing to do it in lodge in, in them situations where, where, where they aren't. Just to expose regular non-biking yeah. Freemasons to what yeah, what it's all about. Normally at them them evenings, you always get the best turnout of Masons anyway, don't you? Because it's a it's a big event night. Yeah, a third degree. So yeah, yeah, a third degree, you know, or a first degree. It's a big night. You tend to get the most people turn up. So to me, it's an ideal. It is. 
I still think time. we should visit lodges and maybe or sort of figure out some kind of a lecture, um, take some, you know, photographs that we can show, big, you know, or, or pro project, you know, you know, sometimes lecture yeah. is set up projections and... You know, they're on about attraction into in, in, into Freemasonry because, you know, some of the older guys will have died because of COVID, uh, COVID, or should I say COVID, um, <laughs> but some will have died and they're looking to attract new members. And I know we've had at least one guy join Freemasonry because he knew me through motorbikes and he got talking about my regalia and he wanted to know more about Masonry and Freemasons and like the sound of it, uh, explored more options with me and he joined and now he's got a candidate who's seen his regalia who are we, talking we are bus? interviewing yeah are we talking who, bus, Frank? yep so at lassell's we're, we're interviewing this chap you know as a potential candidate for freemasonry and that is down to us wearing our regalia on our bikes and this new chap is he a biker as well yes he is he is so a potential biker. recruit for the widow sons as well correct Brilliant. correct Brilliant. yeah that's definitely the way it's going i've got to mention a few names here Hello to Simon Windsor, Ian Bennett, and David Lee. And the reason I'm saying hello to those guys is because they have all favorited us on Anchor FM. So they obviously podcast listeners. So thanks, guys. Thanks for favoriting us and uh, spread the word. Let everyone know about us. Right. Anyone got anything else? Yeah, I've got, well, Anne, Anne the Yorkshire Rose. What can I say? She sent, a, sent an email through to us Dear Traitors, <laughs> re racing royalty. What about Carl Fogarty? Yours angrily, and and can I just say I'm with you 100%. Love Carl Foggy, as I tend to call him <laughs> when we're out for dinner. In Racing Royalty Part Two, we would have meant we will be mentoring, not would have, we will be mentioning <laughs> Carl Fogarty because if you take a look at the people we were speaking about, it's going from the past to the present to the future, and Barry Sheen was. In my time before Carl's, and, and I could only mention one person. So the next one will be Carl Fogarty. Yeah, we Carl love Fogarty, you, Carl. Four, we love four, you, Foggy, if you're listening. Yeah. Four times world superbike champion and one time king of the jungle. There you go. And can <laughs> I say I was introduced to him at a charity a charity dinner in Bolton many years ago when I had. Uh, Stan Boardman came and sat at my table with his Fockers and there was Nick <laughs> Kershaw was doing a live performance with, uh, who else was it? Atomic Kitten and Carl Fogarty and his wife were, were two of the guests there. And one of my colleagues grabbed Carl Fogarty and said, I'd like to introduce to my friend Andrew. So there you go. Yeah, I've, I've met him along oh, the, with... The worlds we live in, eh? I know, oh, the circles we move in. Uh, oh, yeah, hey. <laughs> I met him at Elvington Air Museum once. He was doing a lecture, you know, these public appearances where they have, uh, they do lectures and show slides of their career and all that. And he was on with Jamie Whitten. And Jamie Whitten was absolutely hilarious, a real comedian. He, he kept it real lively and fun. But yeah, I met them both and got them to sign a print of them racing, which I sold on eBay about 20 years later. I wish I hadn't, though. I wish I'd kept it, really. Mercenary. What can I say? Mercenary. Uh, I know. Uh, now, got some very sad news to follow on because have we finished the emails? Are we building yes, up to pink done. pen pals? Yeah, yeah. Right. Go, do you remember for, for those of you who remember the the last ridecast? Gertie, Gertie from Leatherhead. Gertie was dirty. Dirty Gertie from Leatherhead. Yeah, yeah. I got notification from Gertie's great granddaughter Ethel, who's seventy five, and she would like to say <laughs> that. Uh, Following, following the mention on Ridecast a couple of months ago, Gertie had a heart attack. Um, she oh, was dear. so shocked. Um, they're burying Gertie in a Y-shaped coffin because she liked a lot of action. <laughs> uh, she just wishes, she just wishes that, you know, she'd have died on the job with Pigpen because that would have really sealed her life as we know it. So Gertie... From the lads here at Ridecast. Yeah. Rest in peace, Gertie. Yeah. And thanks for your give, support. Give the devil some shit. And God bless you. So I think that about uh, wraps us up yeah, for this, for this month. Um, can I just say to our listeners out there, thank you for your continued support. And patience. And, and, yeah. Uh, mm. and, and putting up with uh, Gremlin's foul language. Gremlin. 
and hopefully uh, we'll see some of you on the road. And can you can you please spread the word? Let everyone know about us. Um, the numbers are gradually going up every month. Our plays are going up. We're, we're picking up new listeners, but we need more listeners. So please share the share the good word. Get Ridecast out yeah. there. And I've got my Ridecast T-shirt on. And if we get enough listeners, we might consider starting to do uh, some mm. merchandise. Some yeah, Ridecast I, I, merchandise. Since Gertie has passed away we've lost 50 percent of our listeners so come on <laughs> let's build it up okay right okay so we will catch you all next month on episode seven there'll be lots to talk about because there'll be we'll be uh recording at ace cafe we'll be recording at shoreditch the bike shed yeah, so come yeah. down say hello yeah and also yeah, please send in a message please send in an email we'd love to hear yeah. we, we we get a few questions it's a steady trickle of questions that are emailed in but we'd love we'd love some more so please yeah. email us at ridecast at hotmail.com or drop us a message through the ridings chapter facebook page uh it's great to get a little bit of feedback and uh and answer your questions so, yes. so we're waiting for your emails and that Jaguar rider on them one yesterday that tried to ride me off, uh, tried to uh, run me off the road. Hello. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, I think that wraps it up. I'm going to say goodbye. So it's me, Yaka, signing off. And I'm going to hand over to my co-host now to say goodbye as well. And it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me. All right, guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 See you later. Bye. Bye.